Ward Podcast episode 117. Go. 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 I'm Dylan Vento. This is the first episode of 2018. Oh, I forgot about that. Oh my gosh. I'm joined by Ruthie Edwards. I don't know what day it is. It's January 5th. Uh, 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 it is 5th. You're right. It's, it is 5th. The 5th. Um, mm. And Emerson Smith. That's the voice that, of Emerson, yeah. Emerson Smith. This is Emerson Smith. This is Emerson yeah. Smith. I'm here. How are you doing? I'm doing so good, dude. How are you doing, Ruthie? I'm a little tired. Yeah. Um, But it's all good. I love being here. This is like... The best time of my this. life. Yeah. yeah. Like, there's nothing better than this. Like, and what's I put this? MAGFest above, like, every, you know, birthday party or, like, <laughs> wedding I've ever been to. <laughs> uh, best friend's wedding just being like, this, this is cool, but it's no MAGFest. Yeah, MAGFest is yeah. way better than this. <laughs> I mean, there are no pinball tables here. There's no DDR. Where's yeah, the where, arcade room? Where are all the furries? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh so we're here at magfest 2018 and we're in it we're in the middle of it it's it's friday night uh i just got in at two today oh, okay. yeah. Yeah. yeah so yeah. we've been here for two days or at least yeah i have and or we have yeah and um it was like full-on party last night mm-hmm. already so yeah. Um, I didn't participate, but I <laughs> uh-huh. I gawked at the nerds dancing in banana suits and pajamas and all that stuff. Oh, nice. So, um, that was a blast, and uh, went up to the new super secret lounge <gasps> that's uh, on the roof level, Ooh. where all the flashing lights are. Yes. How do you get in there? You go down to the lobby across from check-in. You give your ID to a bouncer, then they let you in a small room. You have to watch a pre-movie thing, and you have to buckle your seatbelt and go up in this elevator, and it's the Tower of Terror. No, but there's... <laughs> <laughs> I was about to ask when they take your there, picture. There is a uh, there's an elevator you have to go up that's mm-hmm. in like a smaller room. Is that the Pose Lounge? Yeah, the Pose Sweet. Lounge. Sweet. I'm actually going there right after this, because that's there's the indie mixer thing yeah, happening yeah, yeah. there. Okay, yeah. Wait, what would you go to then, Ruthie? Um, DJ Cutman was playing there. He's guy dressed up in a full cut man from Mega Man costume doing mm. um, chiptune stuff. How's the costume? Is the costume good? It's really good, but usually he takes it off because it's hard to <laughs> DJ. He's, yeah. Sweating to death. <laughs> yeah, I saw him, yeah. I saw him here last year on the big stage, so I was kind of surprised he's in the, the smaller lounge because it's like kind of like a nightclub. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was still good. I was just tired and there was like broken glass everywhere. Oh, oh my so. god. <laughs> Oh my god! <laughs> All right, like, I'm getting ready. I better suit up before <laughs> yeah, I head up there. Then. Yeah, Just we're we're close to shoes. <laughs> <laughs> that was a mistake Ruthie made. Yeah. Um. Yeah, there's a point at Magfest during the night where you're just like, you're running on empty and you're just going through the motions of like, oh, yeah, whatever, just mm-hmm. I'm here now, I'm at this party or I'm at this this concert or sitting in this panel. Why is this panel happening at 1 a.m.? Yeah. I don't know. But the, the great part about it is you don't have to do that. You can go play board games all night mm-hmm. or right. go to like the computer museum and uh, <sighs> like in these more quiet spaces. <sighs> yeah. Those are the kind of things I like to do. I'll do a concert, I'll get crazy, and then I'll get really tired. And if you look in the window across from us, there's like naked people dancing in the window. That's are nice. you serious? You, you, Hold on, where? Are you fucking with us? No, they're 
Where are that you That one dude right is now? naked, but... Oh. Anyway, cool. that's MAGFest. <laughs> Someone brought arcade cabinets, and there was like two arcade cabinets on someone's balcony. Oh my what? gosh, just yeah. in their room? Yeah. No, not even in the room, on the balcony. Oh, geez. Like... I'm sure there are people that come here and don't even buy a badge to the festival. They're just here yeah, for yeah. like the hotel room parties and the cosplay. Is, yeah, it's crazy. Mm-hmm. Probably do the same thing with like a GDC or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Buy a GDC yeah. pass and just go go to that party. Yeah, that one. party. Um. Yeah, I. Yeah, I came in at two, and I mean, I was, I was just running around confirming scheduling stuff with people mm-hmm. like are you still good for the podcast are you still good for the podcast are you still good yeah. for the podcast and i played one game <laughs> what was that game? game that game was fight night yes that game yes. is so good dude okay so this is like the third first podcast of 2018 and is this the first podcast of magfest yes okay is it too early to start talking about like game of the like <laughs> of magfest mm. game of the century um i mean so i yeah Fight Night, super good, man. I've I've been playing a lot of games. I've got more games to talk about. I don't know how many games you've, but I was trying to make sure I was prepared. But Fight Night, dude, glad you got to play that one because. So I probably did like three laps around all of Mivs mm-hmm. to try to make sure I talked to everyone I wanted to talk to, and then that booth, the Fight Night booth, is right next to Robbie's booth, and I was like, wait a second, I've seen this game, I've seen gifts of this game, like mm-hmm. on Tumblr, or Twitter, or somewhere, and so I came up and I'm like show me this game and the guy's <laughs> like yeah let's go through this game i'm like cool and it's just like a dungeon crawler like a legend of grimrock esque or i don't know what legend of grimrock is copying yeah, yeah. but one of those it's style like a, a classic you know first person dungeon crawl style game is what those kind of controls that lineage right. is where that comes from uh but the thing about fight night that i love so much is the like the movement of the characters and the the animations of the fists and everything the way it like leans around it looks super complicated when you're watching it from a distance but it just relies on a uh, directional pad and two buttons right. one's for punching and one's for blocking and then the rest is just like context sensitive and stuff yeah it um everything is like using squash and stretch to the extreme so everything's mm-hmm. like really bouncy like you know he's bouncing up in his fist or have like in the first routine? person view i have not played that one but um, you should show, yeah, you should yeah, show. Have you seen it? Gonna, I was gonna pull up like but, a gift. I know I've so seen it, but I didn't get to play that one. Mm-hmm. I was just going through all my photos because I took photos of all the games that I liked. But so the one thing I want to talk about Fight Night is that so the graphics are like super impressive, right? So it's like very dithered, very like it's 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 kind of like Doom esque in terms of like the assets it used because oh, it's yeah, all these, yeah yeah yeah. I totally saw this game and I was like, okay, it's Doom, but it looks cool, and I don't understand it. <laughs> So it, it so I need to go play this thing. So all the enemies in the in the characters himself, like the the you see his gloves like in the first person view, they're all they're all just sprite based. So there's no like modeling yeah. anything. Or except, you know, the environment itself is modeled, but it's all very It's kind of two and a half D. Yeah. It's it's very simple geometry. Um like Doom or like very old school dungeon yeah. crawlers. And then you just punch things. You don't you don't have a sword or anything. You just punch and, and you just rapidly hit punch and you can dodge, like Emerson said, and block and parry. And I was like, dude, this game looks amazing just because of how like jumpy and, and bouncy and chewy it looks. And like in the dithering, they put dithering effects on everything, so it looks really cool. It's got this cool kind of like neo retro style to it. And very bright colors, like bright highlighter oranges and stuff. And I'm like 
so you're making this in Unity, right? And he goes, no. I'm like, well, what are you making? And he's like, I'm making it in Game Maker. And I'm like, you're really? fucking yeah. what? Yeah. I literally, I said that exact same thing. And then I sat down and played it and listened to two other people come up behind me, have that exact same exchange with him and go, what? Like, and he goes, Game Maker's a 3D engine. It's kind mm-hmm. of a crappy 3D engine, yeah, yeah. but it's a 3D engine, and it's what I know. And I was like, "Does Game Maker like you can do GLSL in Game Maker? Like you can do shader coding?" He's like, "Yep." Like, and so the game it's like all the sprites are just grayscale, mm-hmm. and then he just assigns them like RGB values. Uh, okay, that yeah, they, that's and, what Sam does in his game, right? Right, yeah. and that they in- interpret, and then he just has a dithering shader on everything, and there's a dither resolution slider that you can mess with in the. In the settings, oh, really? oh, I didn't cool. see that. Which I I assume just adds more or less dithering to mm-hmm. it. I I didn't mess with it, but I was like, this game's cool, and everything <laughs> just bounces. Everything's just like very chewy and bouncy and yeah. and ungulates. Would you say it's juicy? No, no, because I hate that word. <laughs> I would say it's juicy. I would say it has a lot of juice and good game feel. It, it drips <laughs> with that juice, <laughs> that dare juice. Also, um, you know, just for you guys and for people listening, uh, that demo that they're showing today is actually available on itch.io or itch.io. So you can actually sit. So I was like kind of sprinting through it, but those levels are just like really big and very complicated or at least Um, the the level design and what you need to do in them. Yeah. So I kind of sprinted through it when I got to sit down, but, um, everyone who's listening to this podcast and you guys as well can go to itch.io and search, uh, fight night and go play that demo. Yeah, I talked to Thomas and Zeke, who were the two devs mm-hmm. that were demoing it, and I'd like to get them on maybe tomorrow. But That'd we'll be see. Sweet. We'll see what their availability is like. But yeah, that's all I played. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of good, really simple but well done games in MIVs this year. Mm-hmm. Um, yes. It seemed like last year there was a lot of RPGs and really complicated strategy type of games, mm-hmm. but this year there's more uh, couch co-op and local multiplayer and just simple fun there's a lot of mobile games and just things that are easy to pick up and play right um i was playing one and it's i had to look up the name because i honestly not a very good name zarvat but it was just the most beautiful game uh made out of cubes and nothing Mm. but cubes there was nothing in that game other than cubes and um oh maybe there was triangles maybe is this 2d or 3d it's 3d but um we I was on this panel with Will Moen and Sam and this guy Sonny Bone yesterday and we're people were asking like how do you make art if you've never made art before and we're all like dude you can make a game that's just squares and it's it could be beautiful so don't mm-hmm. worry about being it able be to draw beautiful. Yeah so <laughs> this game is um this kind of four player battle arena and you're all just different colored cubes and you you have different abilities like the ability to zoom around or shoot or shoot a long range thing. But it has this really nice depth of field on it that just makes it feel real where the edges mm. are sort of blurring out and there's a little bit of texture on everything. And there's just particles like crazy and screen shake and all. It's just pure juice. But it it, it was genuinely fun to play, especially against like random strangers that mm-hmm. that are in the Mivs Hall. Um, so I really liked that game. So you said it's, is it, you play with other people, it's competitive? Yeah, it's four, four people, just a battle arena type of thing. So like, what, so is your objective to blow people up? Like you said, it's all cubes. So yeah, like, yeah, so you're trying you, to kill everyone and be the last man standing. Are you shooting cubes at people? Are you like running into them? Like? You're shooting 
I guess they're rectangles. Okay, is so rectangles more not a cube? Whoa, All right, this okay. is getting way too advanced. Okay, like, yeah, I guess I shouldn't have said cubes. I should have said what squares. Flat. It's 3D. A so prism it's cubes. thing? Oh, rectangular prism. Yeah. And rectangular, triangular prisms. Rectangular prisms. Yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it it was just really... The colors in it were nice. All the menus were just very, very simple. No one told you how to play or anything. You just kind of had to walk up to it. And it's only like that other game, just left and right, up and down, and mm. one button or two. Yeah. They're really easy. And that's what I like about Clash Cup. Two. Oh, they're making similar. a sequel already. Clash yeah. Cup Two. <laughs> Picaro. No. <laughs> uh, yeah. Cool. I also I actually watched Jeff play. Uh, uh, our our colleague Jeff Hall. I watched him play um, uh, Kung Fu Kickball. Yeah, mm. yeah. I wanted to play that too because mm-hmm. it it goes in line with that like really simple graphics and four players on the screen all kind of aiming for one ball or whatever. That game looks like it belongs in Sports Friends. Yeah. Like if they made us yeah. uh, Sports Friends 2, that game should be in it. Mm-hmm. But it's like, uh, people kept comparing it to Rocket League, which I guess, mm. sure. Yeah. Um, I mean, because it's Because there's soccer. two goals at either end and you're kicking a ball. I guess. I, I but Just to me, I feel like there's just way more nuance to what you can do in Rocket League. That this didn't like, and then people were comparing it to Nidhogg, like graphically. Yeah, I did hear like, people yeah. saying it looks like Nidhogg, which I I don't know that I agree with that. Um, but basically, but, you have like yeah. very low pixel count avatars that are one solid color, and and then the 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 field is a two D plane, and it's like a bowl shape. So you like start in the bottom of the bowl, and then there's two bells on either side which represent the goals, and you're kicking a ball back and forth, and it has like a Shaolin monk mm-hmm. kind of aesthetic to it. And you you kick the balls. To, you're trying to go, score on the other. Yeah. And you can do one on one or two on two. Yeah, people were doing two on two for the most part. I was watching them, and it seems very hard to get the ball to control the ball when it's at the top of the bowl. Right. Like going yeah, yeah, yeah. uphill, it was just kind of flying around the screen like crazy. So everybody's running around and trying to kick this thing. It just seemed really lively and fun. Yeah, and I feel like the small the smartest thing they did is that they put stalactites. Yeah, the ones that drip down because they're hanging on tight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. (laughs) Stalagmites grow mightily out of the. So, but they they put stalactites down like a distance away from the uh, from the bell goals, so you can't just like do a pop fly, like just kick it straight into the air and try and to score a goal because it'll just it blocks it, which I thought was a very clever addition to the field of play. Like you can't just be like, well, I'm just gonna kick it wherever and you know let God sort it out. Yeah, I definitely need to get over there and play that when I get some more time out of the booth. Yeah, it's been yeah. it's been busy over there, but um, I pl- I spent a lot of time playing all the experimental games on the right side of the hall, which includes like the Baby Castles arcade. Yeah, and then there's the uh, fighting game with a hundred buttons. What? Oh no! It is that so fun. I entered crazy. a tournament and um, they needed another player, so I grabbed Jonathan. I was like, "Come play this with me." And he ended up winning the whole thing and won twenty mag bucks. <laughs> Wait, what are mag bucks? Um, you can use them in the uh, uh, you get loot the, box? the merch hall. Oh, cool! You can use them at any of the vendors. <laughs> oh, right, they did have that last year. I forgot yeah. about that. So I've been entering all the tournaments and losing in the first round. That's mm. that's my thing now. <laughs> what, have you, what, have you, what have you played so far? I was in the Pokemon Puzzle League tournament this morning. I love that game. I it's- thought I was pretty good because I've never lost a game to my friends. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, but these people are, are insane. Right. Yeah. Yeah. They are so good. This one game between two guys went on for about nine minutes. Oh, just one, that? just one round, and oh, it was okay. like you have to play three rounds. Wow. Yeah. People or, go to like cons to play that game like I professionally no yeah it's crazy no we yeah. are probably closer to the same skill level yeah. if you, like <laughs> i beat all my friends too but i um i i showed peak at super smash con and i was just looking around like i even got to fucking try playing smash brothers against any of these know, guys yeah, yeah. uh-uh mm. these guys travel from like across an ocean to play <laughs> this goddamn game i'm no i drove two hours not trying yeah, the, yeah, yeah. the most i might do is like uh like a pachinko tournament where it's all luck or something or this right. this mm-hmm. fighting game cuz it has it's just a table that has 100 buttons in it and then one player gets 50 and the other player has 50 oh my gosh. and after each it's it's a, just a straightforward fighting game like street fighter or whatever but every round the buttons are randomized so you have to find oh the attack button and the jump button and then the other buttons do things like change all the shaders to be like crazy colors and they drop pianos from the ceiling and just what? random weird stuff. That sounds great. <laughs> and so you're 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 mashing these buttons but you're also screwing yourself over cuz you're making the screen like all crazy colors and making your character have big butterfly wings and you're like ah <laughs> and trying to tap all these buttons but once you find those buttons those buttons it's really hard cuz you don't yeah, you have to keep track of where the eight buttons mm-hmm. are that control your movement and your punching and stuff. So I I at least won one round. So mm-hmm. that wasn't so bad, but Sounds fun. It was it's really fun. That, and it's uh in that crazy I arcade say the area. Name of it. It's in the crazy arcade area and it starts with C or apparently not. But it's <laughs> it's part of the one thousand button project is what their hashtag is are they like what do the buttons look like is it all just they're like identical arcade, arcade buttons, buttons. Oh. they're random colors I would, I would i would like like but weird buttons like knobs and like switches uh, and stuff no like, these are just randomly colored classic arcade buttons like you'd see on a cabinet right mm. right and so we talked to the developer and she said uh eventually it's gonna have a thousand buttons God. so it's like 400 for each player then there's a hundred to control the graphics and a hundred to control the sound, sort of like a MIDI uh, keyboard. Too thing. much. So then, are you <laughs> gonna have like a different player at every station, like one person controlling like yeah. the sound? So <laughs> I'm, it's like AI director. So are they gonna like know. project this onto a giant screen or something, or like how how is so it's in an arcade cabinet now? No, right? no, oh, it's, no, it's not. Okay. It's like a like a coffee table. Gosh. It's really bizarre. Yeah, like a cocktail. I want to see. Pi- so, no, it's yeah. it's literally they. The buttons um, are inside the coffee table. Like they used a router to drill holes in a coffee table. Oh wow! Yeah, it's like a keyboard. So that's fifty. That's a hundred buttons. That's 100. So you sit side by side. Just showing okay. Dylan a picture of it, but it is a coffee table Very with a hun- hundred buttons, and there's it's actually ninety eight for each player, and then there's like a select button over here. Say, uh, start yeah there's <laughs> a restart there's just a one player pausing. and two player button so there's okay. not a lot of control over that but yeah she said what was really cool is she said they had a jam for this it's basically a controller come on so and slam it, she has like an basically like an api for it okay because it's oh, wow. to treat it as a controller so she had a game jam for people to make games for this controller 
which is really cool, That's I think. Cool. And what's the name of the fighting game? Does it have a name? Yeah, I couldn't find the name of it. I'd put it on. Do you have like her I'd name? I put it or... on my Instagram, which is stupid. The name of the project was like a thousand buttons or something. It was. It's called Sintin Table. <laughs> <laughs> um, I like the, it. The um, yeah, a thousand button project is their hashtag. Thousand button project. Yeah. Did um. Oh my gosh! Yeah, that looks ridiculous. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> there's like it goes into night mode, and then there's like a blueprint <laughs> shader. Um, so they're all like sketchy on blue. checkerboard. There's a pixelated shader, which makes it almost impossible to see anything. I want um I want that game, but a Twitch plays version of it. Oh my gosh. How would you even do that? So just, oh, it'd be very easy. Yeah. Like yeah. you could either assign just type random numbers yeah, or whatever. Just, like you just map like integers to the buttons or and then like half yeah. the people in the chat are one team and half the people in the chat are the other team. Although you'll be missing the send ten table. You'll be missing the, the Yeah. The fun the, part the, is the, the weird controller. Yeah. The fun part is sitting on the floor and just Smashing ba, ba, all these ba, ba, buttons ba. Mm-hmm. and trying to like use your other hand to remember where the good buttons were. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Trying to do combos. Yeah, so I guess there's a strategy. That's cool. <laughs> I like that stuff. Yeah, mm-hmm. I love I love playing one of my favorite games last year, Black Emperor, which was a game I played yes. at at Magfest last year. Is that here? I did not see it, but I have seen Wobble Line, Line Wobbler, uh-huh. Line Wobbler. It's another. Um, game out of New York. Okay, that is like a long LED light strip. Oh yeah, and the controller is this thing that's on a spring, and you what? kind of tilt it back and let it go, and it wobbles. And it when it vibrates, it's like your dot is attacking the other dot, and your goal is to make it all the way up the LED right light rope. Oh, it weird. is bizarre. It's hard to explain yeah. without seeing it. Yeah, I, but it's I, called yeah, Line Wobbler. Cool. That was here last year. I yeah, remember that. Yeah. Um, with the arcade stuff. The other weird one I played is, um, oh, shoot. It's a game played with a skateboard without the wheels on it. And Tony Hawk Ride. <laughs> ride yeah. <laughs> no, this, this is uh, another one f- in the Baby Castles area that there's four pan- metal panels on the floor, and when the bottom of the skateboard makes contact with the panels, mm. it sends an impulse to the... They're using a makey-makey to control it. Ah. But it's this sort of DDR type of thing, but you have to stay on the skateboard, so you're constantly like wobbling around huh. trying to make contact. And it's it looks kind of like Parappa. I don't know what the character is supposed to be. And mm. then there's like swords, and you have to... <laughs> Grind the rail. Grind the rail. <laughs> it's like make a diagonal shape, and you have to match... You know, you have to swivel around on this awful skateboard thing and it's just the most embarrassing looking thing to play but <laughs> but That's it's weird. the best it's, it's my weird. favorite game here very weird uh you go into that section um what is it called uh I- anyway it's the area where they're making all the retro games for like nes cartridges yes, i yeah. saw yeah. that what is it do you know what remember what that's called no, no. I-, I have the i can maybe grab the card in a second but there's a game over there i saw where it's using like a dance pad type thing for the NES that has like, hmm. it's like five by five or four by four buttons. And it's a game you're supposed to play with your cat where you shine a laser pointer on a part <laughs> and the cat's supposed to jump on it. And then there's like things happening on the screen. So you're like trying to get your cat to jump the different. That's so cool. Things. Yeah. That's that interesting. Hilarious. Yeah. 
I, I walked by one of them and just had free sell on there. I'm like, come on, guys. <laughs> there was in the baby castle section or wherever, there was uh, just um, uh, Mortal Kombat with dance pads as controllers. And I was playing the dumb skateboard game and I looked over and this guy had gotten like fatality after fatality of like with the dance pad as the controller. That's insane. That's great. <laughs> it's, like, it's just, it never astounds me the people here that it's like, the most obscure game, but people can play it with a game pad oh, or like, <laughs> yeah, with a dance pad or they can play it. You know, there's people that can play with their feet or, you know, people with limited mobility who play with that mouth, mouse thing. Oh, Just yeah, crazy that. stuff that's like, man, that's really amazing. Mm -hmm. And here I am on the stupid skateboard. <laughs> I can almost guarantee, like, did it look like a real skateboard or was it a it's Tony Hawk ride? It's just the wooden part of a skateboard with a metal piece glued to the bottom. Mm. Okay. It's just a wood. I'm just curious if it part. was just a regular skateboard or if they used the Tony Hawk ride controller. No, this thing's did. made out of like aluminum mm. foil and scotch tape. Okay. It's not mm -hmm. anything fancy. Uh, Cool. Um, Emerson, have you been seeing anything else? Uh, let me refer to my list. That my giant JK. Google Doc. I'm currently yeah. in 99th place in the pinball tournament. So. Oh, wow. Pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> Out of how many? They're like, how many people are here? 40,000? Something crazy? I don't think it's. I think it's 20,000. Yeah, 20, oh, it was 20,000 this year. I mean, it was okay. 20,000 last year, so. Okay. Um, yeah, let me see what the other games that I played are. Um, I played Desolus. I don't know if you've seen that game. Sam's. Oh, is that uh, how Mark's run game? that table. Mm -hmm. His friend Mark is at. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Mark's working on it. And um, that's in Mivs. I, I was trying yeah, to look, that's in Mivs. look for his his pal's table, but yeah, I, I didn't know what to look for. That game is super beautiful. Yeah. Um, so it, it's kind of I'm trying to think of the best way to describe this. Basically, in the game, there are two sort of mirror worlds. These like parallel dimensions. One of them is this very like soft purplish blue, and then the other one's this like fiery orange. Oh, I and, have played this. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I played this played at this? Sam's house one time. Sounds, yeah. It sounds like a game called Peak. <laughs> <laughs> this is, it's 3D though. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah it's it's 3D. Um, it's called Desolus and there are these triangular portals that you walk through to sort of go between the different worlds. And uh, the way that the game goes is every room you go into, there's like a portal you're trying to get to, this archway. And when you go through it, it drops you in another room. And um, so a lot of times you go in and you're not really sure what you're trying to do. You might see the archway, but it's like empty and you want to go through the one that's like, has this like beautiful particle effect in it to know that you can jump through it to go to the mm -hmm. next area. Yeah. There's no dialogue or any like objects or anything mm -hmm. that hint you at what you're supposed to do really. Right. But because that's kind of the, that's the same objective every time it's uh, you know, you can kind of narrow down what you, what you need to get to at least. And then the rest is sort of this experimentation of um, going in and out of the portal from different directions or there are different shapes uh, or like there's a, um, in several areas there are these towers and mm -hmm. they're like different sizes and you can pull them between different dimensions with this like gun thing that you have. You like shoot a, um, it's not, it looks like a branch or something. You have like a gnarled hand or our branch thing that you're yeah. holding. <laughs> it's, I, I, with your gnarled hand. With your gnarled hand. It's all super um, abstract, so mm -hmm. it's hard to describe what each of the things are. 
Because yeah. they don't have names or words in the game. Mm-hmm. So you're kind of writing the game as you go. You're, right. you're making up you're words building for up things. What it means in your head, um, which is which is another interesting thing yeah. ab- about it. But um, he was saying he, um, Mark was saying he took a lot of inspiration from like Gothic architecture. And it has this mixture of like, elvish sort of natural like curvy shapes and then also like cathedrals like there's this oh cool um as you go through there's like um this type of room that you go into three times in the demo here and it's like a almost like you're in like a weird um i mean it's like very elvish looking and then all of a sudden everything cuts to black and this fractal pattern rises up from the ground and fills up the walls around you and you look up and there's like almost like a cathedral like uh, um, steeple that kind of builds up above you that's built out of these fractal patterns. Um, and it's that's really hard to like picture probably the way that I'm describing. Yeah. And there's so many particles. There's so many particles. And it's 3D, you said? It's yeah. 3D. So it's yeah. like a 3D action a 3D platformer? 3D exploration. There's, there's, okay. so there's not much action in it. And I, I don't even think you can jump, can you? Um, I don't remember. I know, yeah, I don't think you can kind jump. Reminded me of Proteus. Okay. Um, which right. is similarly abstract, and you don't exactly know what the point of it is, or what any of the yeah. op- the there's little creatures, and they're kind of abstract. Oh, are there creatures in it? In not in in Proteus there. Oh, are. oh in, in Proteus, yeah. The, the but they don't. Side. Yeah, and they don't do anything. So you just kind of wonder why is why am I playing this? Why <laughs> am I here? Type of thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it reminded me of that because there's no dialogue. And it's 3D and it's really atmospheric. Yeah, or like antechamber a little bit too. Okay. Yeah. All right. Wait, I thought it was third person. Did I mishear that? It's first it's person. It's first person. Okay. okay. Yeah, it's right. first person. That makes more sense. That makes sense to me. That sounds cool. I need to check that out. Yeah. So that was called Desolus. I'm like on the verge of getting sick, which I feel like I'm, I'm actually, going to be that way yeah. this entire weekend. I'm right there with you. Um. So I've just been taking like Advil mm-hmm. and eating Ricola like candy. So <laughs> hopefully I... I don't get the Sunday, and I'm like, I want to die. Yeah, dude, I hear you. How's uh? Let's talk about manning a booth. Emerson, oh, yeah. How's <laughs> how's manning the SWAT fire booth? Helping our friends over at Midnight Status. It's been a lot of fun this year. Um, yesterday, uh, Henry and I got in, um, and we were both pretty tired. Um, but uh, we slept in a little bit this morning and came in, and we were able to, you know, stay energetic yesterday, and it's been a lot of fun today. Um, just Every now and then you get like a group of people, like a group of three or four friends who see the four controllers laid out and they're like, oh, all of us can play this. And so they come over and play it. And um, it's it really is a blast. Just um, people shouting at each other and, and getting really into it. Yeah. <laughs> um, I remember playing that at, at Pixel Fest. Um, and there's a lot of kids at Pixel Fest. Mm-hmm. And so I was playing against three little kids. And there was one kid. She's still losing. Yes. She, any competition, yeah. she can't win. You're exactly right. And there was one little kid, like, of course, he's a little redheaded kid who was just winning every <laughs> single. It was like the mini game what type of mean? mode. What does that mean? Of course, he was a redhead. Of course, he was a redhead. You know, <laughs> fucking he just, gingers. Just... He just looked like a troublemaker. He was just <laughs> a curly he's red hair. Goddamn daywalkers. Um, but he. We were playing the, the sort of mini game mode where there's like racing and then there's shooting and then there's different. Uh, yeah. the like graffiti or whatever it was um, and he would just win every single time and eventually I was like I'm gonna beat this kid so I <laughs> sat there and I played it over and over and over until I beat him and then I was like 
Stop yeah, in there. Yeah, showed you. <laughs> Stomp the Nine floor. Nine-year-old. Yeah. <laughs> they really nailed like a really good competitive feel for that game. Like there's a lot of it that I think is a little janky, but um, but like when you're in a match with other people who like get it and get how the mechanics work. I mean, I guess maybe we should, should we explain a little bit of how it works for the I'll podcast. Talk about sure, yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's it's basically it's a competitive first-person shooter where when you shoot someone, you swap places with them. Yeah, yeah. And there are mechanics or there are game types revolved around that mechanic. Yeah, there there are nine different modes, and it and it feels very much like um, the games that I used to play, like on my N sixty four with my uh, neighborhood friends kind of game, mm-hmm. and it just sucks you right back into that sort of um, uh, mode of thinking and stuff. And um, yeah, so the mode that we've been getting everyone to play when they first try it is the um, uh, drop zone mode, where you. Uh, basically oh, yeah. try to jump off the side of the map and then shoot somebody else so they fall off instead of you. Yeah. <laughs> That's um, cool. Yeah, and so so I got some really good, um, uh, some people, uh, I filmed some people to, to post and stuff and share who were getting really into it. And That's awesome. That was a lot of fun. That's awesome. Did, um, is it Swat Fire 2 that you're demoing? So this is still the first one, so we're demoing it on uh, the Wii U and they're working on uh, in the early stages of Swap Fire 2, which they're uh, looking to do a Switch release with. Cool. Okay, good. But yeah, because I don't have a Wii U. <laughs> yeah, I have a Wii U. Don't either. Um, let me give you some background information on on what I think is the 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 genesis of Swap Fire. Because so Jeremy, um, I've, I knew Jeremy from middle school. I when I was in middle school, not when he was in middle okay. school. I think he's singing, <laughs> he's older than me. Um, but when I was in middle school, I did a career skills class and we were all, uh, we picked whatever career we wanted to do. And then Mm -hmm. our teacher would help match us with people that were in that career. And I said, I want to make video games. So she knew Jeremy. And so I was able to go over to his house, wherever he was living in Norfolk at the time. And, and I interviewed him and played some games of his and, uh, a game he was working on at the time was a game called oust. And the way Oust works, and the way you described it to me, it's basically like Joust without the J. <laughs> it's Joust without the J. Yeah, it's no. It's just the knights, no birds. Yeah, <laughs> you sprint at each other. Yeah. Um, no, it was basically like a third-person shooter meets Smash Brothers. Um, so this mm, was like an indie yeah. game before like indie games existed, right? So the thing was like it was it was polygonal. Uh, very low texture quality. Like it was very hard to like interpret what was going on. Yeah. Like it was it was it, you know this was. I was in middle school, so this had to be like 05, 06 or something, right? right? So it, so you had a gun, but the gun didn't kill people. It just pushed them back. Oh. So the point was just okay. to use the physics to push people off the map. And when like they fell sumo off, wrestling with guns. Right. Yeah. <laughs> um, Got it. And it, you'd push them off the, the map and... And they would be out, and they would lose a life, or you'd get a point, or whatever. However, they it would they would be ousted. They would be ousted. <laughs> um, so I feel like so when I look at Swap Fire, I see a lot of the yeah. same DNA in that. I can see that, especially in that mode too. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. So how do you? So did you know them from? Did you go to Pixel Fest or something? I mean, I know you uh, guys yeah. are both in so, the Ham Rose area, so I, I met him through the IDSI people. So they they did like okay. the Nerd Night VR stuff at Traditions Brewery in Virginia. Mm. And um, and I ended up going down there a couple times, and he was there the second time. Oh, cool! Yeah, yeah. Uh, Jeremy or, Merida, or uh, uh, Henry? Henry. Henry. And then <laughs> <laughs> it was Henry, and then he invited me to one of the Pixel Fest meetups, and, cool. and I went to that. I uh, lugged my desktop over there because uh, <laughs> I thought yeah. we were 
demoing games and it turned out they were all mostly just hanging out got my rig yeah. had my rig yeah <laughs> so ended up setting that up and had a lot of fun demoing That's that cool. game i'm working on yeah i used my pc tower at magfest last year for mm-hmm. whatever reason and then Moen's like, just fucking use your laptop. Like, what are, what are you yeah. doing? And I'm like, you know, that's a good point. <laughs> that's a good point. I used a Mac Mini, which was even even better. Yeah. That was funny, though, because wasn't it giving you, like, a, a huge amount of trouble at some points? Like, wasn't Not your the Mac Mini. The Not, Mac oh. Mini was, like, perfect. But my Windows laptop, you're sure, just, you're, I just had problems with the controller. It yeah. was user error. It was me. It's my fault. I'm sorry. Well, I, I don't for, have I a forgive you, laptop Ruth. yet. Thank you. <laughs> I don't forget your Surface Pro or book, though. Yeah, I used a Surface book. <laughs> oh, man, that's rough. It was or, fine. Actually, it was oh, fine. do they work? Okay, so yeah. I have one of the original Surfaces, and it can, like, uh, barely do anything. This is the Surface book, so it's the, it's that laptop. the top of the line. With okay, the, so it's, yeah. with a, it's a Surface that's actually a laptop. Yeah, it's a okay. laptop. You can detach it, but the keyboard is, like, a metal thing. Uh, okay. It has two graphics cards in it. Yeah, It's pretty wow. good. Twice as fun. It's that very sounds- good actually really good yeah, yeah it's really good um alex damrath does dev on his surface yes. and i'm just like man no that seems rough it's not exactly competent for 3d yeah he does uh unreal stuff. stuff on it yeah the the graphics card in it, it's like an nvidia 970 970 is pretty decent yeah it's, it's okay pretty good card. Yeah. On, in your surface book yeah. Yeah, he has a surface, like just a surface. Oh, like yeah. a surface it's probably, three or yeah. surface. It's probably four. worse than that. Yeah. <laughs> I have a surface one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So it's not representative of what they're doing now, sounds like. Um But the booth going yeah. well. Showing it's going well. Going well. I'm glad Getting they got well. in because they I, I assume they got waitlisted last year. Um, uh, I think they were here last year. They no, they did the no, quick No, they did the quick table. play. Oh, quick play. Okay, okay. Um so I'm really glad they have yeah. a yeah, me permanent too. table. Me too. Sucks Jeremy it. wasn't able to be here. I mean, I'm I'm glad I was able. The reason I'm here is because Jeremy wasn't able to make right. it. But, um, yeah, gonna do him proud. <laughs> I thought you were gonna say sucks. You didn't get a booth though, Dylan. I was like, well, thank you, Emerson. That means a lot. <laughs> I I really appreciate that. But um, Mivs is uh, there's a lot of really high quality stuff this year, and everyone has really decked out their booths with big signs and like cool props yeah, and sofas like and chairs and stuff. Have you seen Mask of the Forsaken? They've got like a forest thing going on yeah. over there. And then they've got like these like lights behind it that are doing like this watery like ripple mm. effect on the car. Oh my God. Is that the so tent good. that's behind Moment and Mike's booth? Um, That's all the way down. Uh, that's So that's further down than they are on oh, like okay. the left wall. Okay. Okay. Um, okay. Yeah. I like that. Um, like even comparing last year, like my booth versus Ruthie's booth, I would look at Ruthie's booth and I'm like, man, she's got her shit together. <laughs> <laughs> it's all just like you need a big vinyl sign. Yeah, That's, no, yeah. like, like I look around, I'm like all you guys got the same like marquee, like tall vinyl sign yeah, from the, the same tall, place. Tall vinyl sign, got the big screen TV, got the postcards, the biz cards, the buttons, the buttons. I buttons, love the buttons. buttons everywhere. People brought like lounge chairs and stuff this year. It's crazy. I got these buttons. I was trying to remember Ooh. the name of a game earlier, but uh, here it is on my buttons. It's called Joggernauts, and it's a Jogger. it's a co op four player game. Yeah, Will was telling me about it this is game. So fun! They have a tournament tomorrow, and I'm gonna enter and lose. Will was like, "You should check out Joggernauts." I was like, "Okay, why?" He's like, "I would describe it as peak esque," and I'm like. Um, uh, I'm, he might be talking more about the aesthetic than anything else. I, I, haven't, I haven't touched the game. I know yeah, there's like I mean, some sort of swapping mechanic in it. 
Yeah. So the the movement is like yours. So it's uh what do you call it when things are just constantly walking to the right? Infinite runner, auto runner. Yeah, something mm-hmm. like that. But there's levels like yours. Got it. Okay. Um so you have four people and then these colored worms will pop up and you have to match whoever's in the front of the line has to eliminate the worm. So you press X to move to the front of the line. Um and it pushes everyone else backwards. And that's really it. You can jump mm-hmm. also. So it's just, again, two buttons and movement. Or no, there's not even movement. It's just two buttons, which right. I love. Wow. I love those kind of games. Just really easy to pick up, but really hard to master. You're at the kind of like opposite ends of the spectrum. You're like either two buttons or 100 buttons. Well, yeah. the thing is there's 60-something games in that hall, and I'm not going to sit there. Well, I did sit down and play one digital card game that was really hard to learn, but oh, yeah. I'm, I just don't have like the patience or the mental capacity yeah. to learn 60 games with really complicated right. controls because you get you kind of get like you, you you feel like you're you're missing out on everything else yeah mm-hmm. like, i yeah. even had that when i was playing fight night where i was just like this seems like a really cool quest that i want to like sit down and play not like play in a in a mm-hmm. convention setting but even so like a great thing about the way people are doing things this year is it seems like a lot of people have that demo build available online like the mm-hmm. uh is it desolate what's the name of that desolus Des- desolus oh right? god no not desolus sorry it's a different game um i anyway there's a it's like a rpg first person shooter denizen denizen okay. Okay. which um there are if you go up and talk to them they'll send you a build um, they're, cool. they're like a sign up because um, they want people to play it and they know that it's basically trying to sit down and play like Fallout 3 in five minutes, which is like nothing <laughs> happens. Um, you, you you run to Tenpenny Tower and then you're done. You kill the guy, you get a smoking <laughs> jacket. <laughs> but yeah. Um, sorry, what were you saying? I, I don't know. Oh, yeah. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, knows are, more, man. Oh, yeah, yeah. Also, also the way that they're doing things is they have games that are still running overnight too so like yes that yeah. Yeah, that whole mibs area becomes like the secret cool place for people who are waiting in line to do arcade machines to go and then just play mm-hmm. indie games i don't know it's who awesome. it was last year but someone did like a write-up uh one of the mibs people did a write-up of like hey i left my game up for 24 it was hours probably dr space Zoo. that's what it was yeah. it was the dr space Zoo guy and uh they were like um and it did really well like like we got a lot of plays like at one o'clock in the morning yeah um, because people do that here, mm-hmm. but yeah, no, I'm glad I'm glad I'm back for Magfest. Mm-hmm. Are you ready for uh, Magfest versus in a few minutes? Uh, it's hosted by Phil Moore. Can you believe it? That's it's, pretty crazy. It's Nick Arcade with Phil Moore. It's pretty crazy. At Magfest, I'm so pumped. I'm so pumped. They like Magfest does some interesting but cool pools in terms of like guests. Like like yeah, film that more show, or like, that was like my favorite show when I was a kid and and it kind of got forgotten by history and now mm. it's like ah, I get to play it in real life because I always wanted to be <laughs> on that show right and um obviously never could I think I was too young for it anyway now all we need is Mark Summers so we can do a double dare. I went to his uh, like Q and A too and Fillmore is just fantastic. Before he was hired on Nickelodeon, he was a stand up comic. And this was his first TV job, if you can believe it. Just, like, really phenomenal. So he's a super funny, really charismatic guy. And he talked about being at Nickelodeon Studios in Universal Studios, Orlando, Florida. Um, a picture ta- of, the, of the fountain out front. <laughs> yes, exactly. And he talked about being friends with Mark and Summer and um, who's the other one? Like, Mike O'Malley from Guts. And he was talking about 
how um the the four of them were like just buds and mm-hmm. i it just he was talking about how the 90s era the the golden era of nickelodeon it was just such a fun talk because that's that's cause crazy he he was there firsthand and he knows that nostalgia is real didn't mark summers also do legend of hidden temple no that's with? kirk fogg okay don't ask me how I know all of these. I mean, you know, this knowledge par- has to be knowledge has to be stored somewhere, Ruthie. My parents were televisions, so <laughs> wait. <laughs> I just I watch TV all day, every day, and that's all I know. Right, especially game shows. Uh huh. So my parents yeah. didn't let me watch Nickelodeon. <laughs> I wasn't allowed to watch Nickelodeon. But really? now you can see Nick Arcade with Phil Moore. <laughs> that's funny. Um. Anything else that's happening that wants to be happening? Well, I was saying that like it's really cool the guests they line up because they line up like you know Phil Moore and then they have like the extra credits guys mm-hmm. and they have uh I, I was saying his name earlier Frank Frank Cifaldi I think is how you pronounce his game he does like the video game historic foundation and he worked on oh, IDARB. Yeah, yeah. uh, Ryan Morrison's doing a panel here which I'd love to talk to him he's that uh, attorney that works that specializes with oh, like game dev the video game attorney yep, yep, yep. okay yeah okay he's cool. cool he's cool dude his panel's happening like literally right now that's about like oh indie game or it ended at seven it's, it was about like indie game like indie dev quit your day job something like hmm. okay. oh yeah that's awesome yeah we missed that there's a there's a party next <laughs> yeah. door and they're going hey <laughs> um but yeah i think that's a good place to wrap it up yeah, yeah. sounds good to me Guys, thank you so much for being for in us. our first section. Uh, we'll um, we'll be right back with a second group of guests in a little bit. Thank you again for having thank us. Thank you. And we're back <laughs> with part two of how of, many of of. X. 17 of yes <laughs> let's go with that uh back into the mag 2018 i'm dylan vento and this time i'm joined by will blanton hey what's up what's up you're staring am, am, right am, am, in my I, am I intimidating you yeah the new beard is, is putting way you? putting me on edge i think he's i think he's competing beard on beard man beard, beard versus off. beard yeah yeah, you can't see this, but there's like two lasers and they're like touching <laughs> each other right now and it's kind of like battling back and forth. They're like clashing. Like a lightsaber duel, but with beards. Clash of beards. Clash beard royale. A hundred beards. Jump out of an airplane. <laughs> <laughs> We're also joined by Robbie Sizek. Hey. I pronounced that right, right? Sizek. God damn it. We already Fucking. went through this. <laughs> I do this every time. Like it's such <laughs> a bad running joke. I'm so bad. Uh, and also joining us. Casey Lebrec. Hey, hey, hey. What does that even mean? <laughs> what does it mean? It's French. For? The gap, the break. Yeah. An ancestor was probably like gap tooth or something when he crossed over from Canada. Or just really like shopping at the gap. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah, but like don't discount what I say. So, of any of that. <laughs> so, so in France, do they take a lunch, Lebrec? I'll launch the break. Let's move on. <laughs> Casey, you're working on Dino Blasters. I am. This is your second year? This is my it second moves? time at MAGFest, yeah. Awesome. Mm-hmm. Awesome, awesome, awesome. Um, so my one of my favorite stories from MAGFest last year was... Uh, so we were talking before we started recording about how when you are an exhibitor at MIVS, you never get a chance to look at anyone else's games. 
Yeah, that's that's true. I and can't report on anything that happened today. <laughs> like more than five feet from my booth. <laughs> Some lights going on. Hmm. And um, I remember we were packing up Sunday and I left the booth and my co-founder Mason was packing up the booth and you came up to our booth for our game peak and he said that you said, I heard this game's really innovative. And we had already torn everything down, like the PC was gone and everything. <laughs> and Mason was like, I'm sorry. And we were done. It's okay. I was just blowing smoke anyway. I was just <laughs> <laughs> I was just setting up an invite for this show. That's, uh, that's nice. good foresight. A year later, yeah. that's my, really smart. Plans, Pay it off. Like, yeah. Yeah. You're like, yeah. I really hope this pays off in like a few days. And you're like a year later, you're like, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I did. When I did ask you, I was like, hey, do you want to come on the show? He's like, I have heard of that show. I have listened Ooh. to an episode of that show. So thank you for that. Which is true. Which is true. Yeah. Awesome. Um, and Robbie. Yes. What are you working on? I am working on UFO Rodeo. How is that? It's going well. What is that? It is a virtual reality shmup. So like an old school Galaga type, like shoot 'em up, but done in like a virtual reality thing. Mm -hmm. So it's like a, you go in like a holodeck and you play the game on like this holodeck inside of virtual reality. It's kind of like AR in VR. Exactly. It's a good way of putting it. Oh, Oh, uh, I concede. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we kind of skipped over what Dino Blasters is, Casey. What's Dino Blasters? Dino Blaster is uh, a game that pretends it came out in 1979. You are a brontosaurus uh, who is trying to survive in this like 2D um, kind of like super hexagon like gameplay thing where like um, the asteroid that destroys the dinosaur is like constantly hitting the earth. <laughs> just pelting it just yeah. over and over it's funny because the asteroids do look like the asteroids asteroids yeah uh it's it, with me yeah <laughs> got it. they don't <laughs> oh. and i've never heard of that game before and i have no idea what you're referencing <laughs> i am going to file a suit immediately <laughs> Purely, copyright infringement coincidence mm -hmm. it's just it's just happened that way um but yeah Speaking of not playing other Mibs people's games, I, I didn't get a chance to play it last year, but I played it this year. And I really like it. Mm. I like I liked your like you had two computers set up and people were playing on them and you're like, Do you want to play a game? I'm like, Yeah, whenever someone's you know, whenever one of them's free, you're like, But it's right here, pachow, just brought out your phone. Oh yeah. Uh -huh. Yeah. So uh there is a secret Android version. Um but I didn't want to compete on the App Store, or at least not yet, um, because it's the App Store. So I went with Steam first, and so we're doing we're doing Steam first. Who's at that door? Who's at the door? Who's at the door? Who wants to check the door? I'll check the door. All right, is this like a, checking the door. Is this a thing? Like, <laughs> is it a pizza? Are there surprises? Is, there third, is it like a is game show? Person? Are we getting iced? Oh, it might be. It might be. Who is it? Is that a bag of meth? Did Will just bring meth and... Your prophylactics. I don't know what this is. Shampoo. Whisper mouth mouthwash. Somebody ordered mouthwash. Someone's trying to tell us something. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it was mouthwash. Yeah. I was like, Will doesn't have a mic right now, so everything he's saying, no one can hear. It was mouthwash. <laughs> <laughs> hey, was it mouthwash? Mouthwash. 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 I told you... <laughs> I love about? your Dino Blaster shirt. Uh, thank you very much. Oh, I didn't even know that. The listeners that. can't see That's it right great. now, but it's totally cool. 
has kind of like a Vectrex look to it. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, is that your high score on it? Mm. No, it's just, you know, an over after running for his life. Oh, it's a copyright. Yeah. Oh, 1979 yeah. Yeah, that's a copyright because that's it was made. Nice. Well, I was like, dude, you guys got his high score on his shirt. That's <laughs> pretty extra. Like, wicked. You should do that. <laughs> so how's everyone's MAGFest? Will, you, you're not showing anything. No. Like me. One I'm just these, showing myself. One of these plebs. Yeah. Yeah. You did. <laughs> how many panels have you done? I did three and I'm done. Jesus. Done, Christ. baby. Done, son. What um, what panels did you do? So Thursday night, we did our annual How to Make a Game in 48 Hours talk. Uh, we had Sonny Bone was hosting. Mm. The excellent, always excellent Sonny Bone. You should have him on the Wardcast. Should I? Yeah, maybe. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, we had, I was on there, Momin, Ruthie, and Sam, all Wardcast guests, regulars. Well, I appreciate the invite. Sonny <laughs> 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 uh, ran it, not me. I don't know what uh-huh. happened. So, uh-huh. uh, so that went really well. Uh, we had a pretty good turnout for that. Uh, the panel went really smoothly. Um, last year, or the year before, I can't remember, we had Susan Gold of global game jam on there and it went well but she was kind of like uh like promoting global game jam a lot mm. and i don't know how many people in the crowd really cared about like running a game jam Cared about so, jamming yeah a game jam so like not to knock her or anything that she's an excellent person you should have her on the ward cast <laughs> where's she where's she based i don't know great magfest sometimes great. thanks for the logistics <laughs> so, <laughs> uh but yeah like uh this year, everything went real smooth. It was really fun. Then this morning at 10 o'clock in the morning, I did a thing called the Game Dev Boot Camp mm-hmm. where I tried to make the idea of making games a little bit more accessible. Also starring Moment Ruthie. Yeah. <laughs> not Everybody Dylan. Was, yeah. The, the, the no Dylan the panel. No, that was just me. This was my first solo talk. I, I don't know how I feel about those. When I I was looking through, You're the, like I don't think I'd go see just a will talk. <laughs> no, if it was you, yeah. Well, <laughs> no, I. Someone gave a talk about like monetizing their like YouTube or Twitch channel. Yeah. At Super Smash Con. and it was just like a lot of graphs and like a lot of numbers and like yeah. I would appreciate that. Like, right. please, like a GDC talk, like teach me. Mm-hmm. But I was like, but to like a commercial yeah. venue to like a bunch of people, attendees that just paid to see yeah. Smash Brothers be played. Right. I don't know. But also like when I look through the PAX schedule for like the panels, because mm-hmm. I was like, oh, oh, there's my name in print. I'm on the PAX schedule. <laughs> and then I like, I look at the other ones and it's like this one dude hosting a PAX panel. I was like. Fuck me, like if you want to, I'm sure, but Jesus Christ, like that's a whole hour block that you gotta like, yeah, make was, the content for. I was like, honestly, like I'm I'm usually never afraid of like making an idiot of out of myself in public, but I've never done that for like an hour before. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so I was like pretty worried about it, and I was also like, nobody's gonna show up because it's in ten in the morning on Friday. Like everybody's gonna either be like hungover from last night or not getting in till like later. Full house. Not full, but like pretty packed. I was pretty psyched about it. It went really well. Yeah. Uh, Thanks we for the invite. A nice Q and A. Were you here at 10 a.m.? No, I wasn't. I got <laughs> into, I got into too. She she said it was really good. If yeah. you asked me, I would have been here. Yeah. Aw, thanks. I would have done that for you. 
Few. They said they'll throw it up on YouTube, so I'm not worried. You'll get it. But I won't be there. On YouTube? On the panel. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, okay. Then I want to be on a Mages panel, Will. Am I not making year, that clear next enough? Year, we will make sure that you're on as many panels as you PAX can handle. I've been on panels, god damn it. Like, I think I've proven myself. <laughs> You've done the gauntlet. Yes. Uh, and then at 3.30 today, we had a tabletop game jam, two hour long. Making a, making a tip of tip. Yeah. And that was pretty crazy because like I also took that over because uh, our friend Frank Force, actual name. Wow. <laughs> awesome, dude. Wow. You should have him on the ward cast. I'll think about it. I don't know where he lives now. Is uh, his middle name Maximum? I'm pretty sure. <laughs> <laughs> Fra- Francis Maximum Force. <laughs> Uh, but, no, uh, it's Maximilian, but they just short <laughs> to Max. Oh, Max. But um, yeah, so he wasn't around, so he he couldn't make it to Magfest. So he was like, "Can you? Can anybody run these panels?" And so Sonny took over the forty-eight hour one. I took over this game jam one, and I was kind of nervous because I'm like on a pretty tight budget because of Magfest, and I was like, I can't buy a lot of tabletop stuff. So I went to the dollar store and bought like twenty bucks worth of stuff, and like there was definitely a lot of like, "Who has the scissors?" <laughs> But uh, that went really well. We had like a crazy amount of people. We had like 20 something teams of like five or more people. That's a lot of people. Yeah. It's like 120 people. Uh, and people. So that went really well. People made some really cool board games. You ought to do a panel on like how to get into Magfest on the cheap. You're like, oh my God. Step one had a panel. Yeah. Step two, fill your room with as many people as you can. <laughs> <laughs> but what are the parking secrets? Oh, well, I you ride I... the parking lot all the way down, oh, no. <laughs> and then you, and then it goes up to your floor. Ah, yeah. <laughs> you were mocking that that secret earlier, the the elevator well, trick. I'm, I'm mocking that it's a thing. Well, yeah, like you'd think a dozen elevators would be enough, but nope. I guess not. You got to go down to get up. You got to get up to get down. Turn up for down. <laughs> Uh, Casey, you had a hard time getting up in the elevators before you came on the podcast. I did. How yeah. was that trip? Um, you know, I I did go down to go up, but I was secret. See, proven. I wasn't planning to admit that. I wasn't planning, <laughs> I wasn't planning on discussing this elevator strategy. We actually, go pretty but like, deep in the wordcast. <laughs> real meta. Real we get meta into here. The weeds. This elevator meta. Hmm. Um, Strats. What's with the buttons that can't be pressed on the elevator? What? What do you There's mean? Certain buttons that clearly won't press unless you have the right key. Oh, yeah. Like 11's definitely one. Cause <laughs> we like theory craft this because we were like, I think Melody at one yeah. point was like, okay, you can use your key card because there's a key card swiper to go on your floor the floor immediately below, above you and the floor immediately below you. And I'm like, <laughs> that, that logically makes sense. We found but out because like, there was this little old lady who was like riding the elevator up and down and she was just trying to get to floor 11 and could not press the button. And everybody who came in <laughs> was like, ah, uh, okay. And they're like pressing it and it's not letting up. And Lord knows how long that poor little old lady stuck got stuck on that elevator. That's dystopian. She's, she's, <laughs> yeah. she's still there to this day. <laughs> we were like, uh, we like got off the elevator. We're like, I really hope the next people can help you. We're someone. We're gonna open the elevator to a fucking skeleton. <laughs> Tomorrow we'll hear like some old lady murdered somebody on the eleventh <laughs> floor. 
I drafted up to this floor because I have no keys. I'm, I'm not at the hotel. So uh -huh. I drafted in behind someone else. It's That's smart. It's nice. social engineering. Yeah. <laughs> Good going. Hey, can, can you hit number nine for us? Press my floor, number nine. <laughs> the floor I'm staying on. Social engineering. <laughs> I, think, I think the real trick is that the stairs have no locks on them at all. So yeah. you can just go anywhere. Yeah, if you want to walk nine floors, <laughs> which I'm okay with. I had to, oh man so after the game the tabletop game jam I was like walking back to my room and I was like already almost at the room which is on the opposite side of the hotel than where we were doing it the uh, jam and um come on slam I was like man I'm a little chilly didn't I wear a sweater down there oh right I had my laptop as well <laughs> And so <laughs> I like, ran down uh -oh. the hall, like flew myself down the staircase as if I was like a dead rag doll <laughs> in the Havoc engine. It's just like a scene at James Bond, you're just ramming into the wall and then skirting down the next one, ramming into the next wall. And then I, I like assassin creeded one around all the people in the atrium, or not the atrium, like the part where all the cosplayers Did are taking someone, pictures. Just do a spin yeah. move. <laughs> Dive under a table. Legs. Uh, Push and, the team skull cosplayers out of the way. It's like you did this last year. And uh, so I rescued my laptop. Good job. Pretty good. I'm proud of you. I always forget it. Someone will immortalize that event in an action film. <laughs> Parkour guys say that the best way to get downstairs, like the fastest, like the very fastest, is to ragdoll. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's moment about that. That Those or short-lived parkour guys. <laughs> that or just leap off the balcony. <laughs> yeah. Aim for the aim for the stream down the lake, the little river. The atrium lake. Yeah. Yeah. And talk about assassins creating it. <laughs> ah! <laughs> like an eagle <laughs> I have faith I, I'm making a leap of faith that all of my legs will be broken <laughs> young man plunges to his death during video game convention lost his laptop <laughs> CPAC will have to be postponed <laughs> did you see that picture from last year no where it was like the day after MAGFest alright so two things so First off, when I was carting my stuff out into the loading dock after MAGFest was ending last year, I came back in and I came into the wrong expo room and it was just a bunch of ellipticals in treadmills and I was like, this is entirely the wrong, <laughs> this ain't MAGFest. What are these arcade games? <laughs> how, do you, how do you interface with this one? There's just an up and down button on this. I don't understand. I keep trying to increase my score, but it still says five miles an hour. <laughs> how, do I, how do I get more? Um, and the second thing, someone took a, someone like stayed an extra day in like one of these rooms uh -huh. and they took a picture of what the atrium looked like the day after and it was just a bunch of white motherfuckers in suits just walking like just like straight spined around and they're like <laughs> i would love it if the what? conventions overlapped for like even a day that uh, <laughs> the first year i went to magfest that kind of happened there were just like a bunch of people in suits around like the convention floor just being like what are all these people in these funny costumes? <laughs> Why is this man dressed like a fox? <laughs> He's holding me very close. These college Republicans are like stepping over like passed out yeah, furries. Yeah. <laughs> Butt flaps open. Just <laughs> God damn it. Uh, I lost my train of thought. 
Can I also say day one? So uh, our buddy Curtis's wife, Brandy, is like, she's not a furry, but she's like. She's furish. She's what? like, where are we going with steps this? away, right? Okay. And I just always like away? give her shit about it or whatever. Like, it's fine. And if you're a furry, I don't care. Uh, but like, I always give her shit just because she's my friend. Um, and like this year, she was like, ooh, look, they're selling tails. And Julie was like, cool, let's get some. And I was like, oh no, it's day <laughs> one at MAGFest. Brandy's oh, fuck, been it's catching. Brandy's <laughs> been coming here for like three years, and she's finally taking the leap into the furry tail getting. And this is Julie's first day at MAGFest, <laughs> and she's already roped into this. this. Does Julie know what a furry is? I don't know. I don't think that's so. the thing. Like you know, she says Julie, she does, but Julie's has really she, into like has pets she been on the internet and animals. <laughs> Not all of the internet. Not all of the internet. The dark web. <laughs> like Julie's really into animals, so she, I I interpret it as oh, oh she yeah. just she, oh it's a yeah, yeah, animal yeah. tail. It's She's cute. like ooh this is cool. Like I can I feel like I'm at a party or something. <laughs> she has she doesn't know the implications. Just a guy in a panda bear head just leans over like DTF. <laughs> <laughs> put put the tail on your hotel door. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> the signal to me. But yeah, so. All furry things aside, that looks really uncomfortable. Furry suit? Yeah, it's just yeah. crazy hot. Yes, it's super <laughs> yeah. sexy. Oh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. It is. You're um, like Melody. You should never listen to Wordcast. Yeah, no, definitely don't. <laughs> hey, it's okay. It's okay. I mean, it's fine. It's okay. I think it's, it's cool. not like, whatever the fuck your panel was yesterday I, or whatever. Yeah. When I was um when I was like younger, I used to do this thing called oikaki. That sounds pretty nasty too, right? You're gonna have to define that. That is uh, like a shitty Java applet that lets you draw on line and then post it to like an image board, sort of like like four like chan or something. Like a, but it's just like, a proto meverse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and I, I was just like, this is so cool. And I found like one place online to do it. And I was just like, this is awesome. And this is the only place to do it. And like everybody here is like into like wolf dicks. What's going on? And I just thought like, this is just like a consequence. People that like drawing online must just like horse dicks and wolf dicks. And Is there any chance they were just really into the executive producer of Law and Order? Dick Wolf. <laughs> <laughs> Any chance? Yeah. Oh, I got confused. <laughs> but jump, um, jump. it turns out that there's like there were like plenty of Oikaki boards on the internet, and this one was just like a furry one. So like <laughs> when I was in high school, all my like online friends were furries. So I'm I'm all about I'm all about that furry life. You get it, you get it, furries. But get where you can. Yeah, that's pretty funny. What's your opinion on furries, Casey? Um, I think pretty much everyone on the internet is a furry. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like it's been my experience. Uh, that's a safe bet. Underneath it all, we're all furries. My fursona is just a man. <laughs> <laughs> a bear of a man. A human man. What a man. <laughs> Everyone on the internet is furry until proven innocent. The quarter law. Weirdest episode ever. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, no, no weirder than the episode with Logan Paul in retrospect now. Hmm. Was there a Law and Order with Logan Paul? Law and Order. What? What's the other one that's not Law and Order, but basically Law and Order? CSI. Yes, CSI. Which Which one's the one with Ice T? Law and Order. Law and Order. Law and order. <laughs> there's but one like special it's victims SVU. unit. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. But like, there's one where Logan Paul is like an online harasser or something, and he like 
harasses someone. You're just thinking of real life. I, I had <laughs> never heard of this dude until like a week ago. Well, welcome to the world. <laughs> welcome to the sin pit. Uh, yeah, I saw him on Vine originally. Like, like we have never seen him before, but like, if you're 13 years old, he's like your Walter <laughs> yeah, Cronkite. Like, <laughs> <laughs> which is which is weird. Yeah, because like I didn't see it that way. I was like, all right, guy makes funny videos on the vines and now on the YouTube's because the vines are dead. Wait, are you like a Logan Pauler? No, I no. When I was like. When, Dylan's like way into Logan Paul. <laughs> He's getting defensive. Dude, he did say he knew him from Vine. <laughs> yeah, and yeah, I was just that like, was like twenty years ago. No, <laughs> in, in internet time, in furry time. Yeah. It, no, he was like one of the po- more popular people on Vine. I was like, all right, and I just assumed like Vine was mostly used by like young twenty somethings or whatever, right. like young twenty somethings watching young twenty. And when people were writing these articles about Yo- uh, Logan Paul in the suicide forest and all of his preteen fans i was like what the fuck like what why would you watch this guy like (laughs) this guy like i guess because he's so fucking madcap and like dadaist i guess that makes sense to a preteen mind but it's terrifying it's a terrifying world we live in don't he's lit (laughs) he's so he's lit he's a savage just don't (laughs) videotape yourself going into a forest and coming upon a suicide victim. I feel like that's a pretty easy... I don't think he did that. I think he just found one. That's what I said. Coming upon. I mean, he walked into the suicide (laughs) forest. Yeah. I think... Wearing, like, a Shrek hat or something. What? That get up. (laughs) No, it... (laughs) Why did we get on this? Just fucking... I think it was on you. It's just a nice hot take of recent events. Yeah. I watched a little bit of the rest of his, like, Japan trip because he was, like... Who was he with? He was with the Gaming Grumps. I have no idea. Was he? Yeah, one of the Gaming Grumps guys was like, this is fucked up. We don't condone this. <laughs> we we made a very conscious effort, uh, decision not to bring video cameras into the suicide forest. Right. And so, they, so they didn't go all the way to Japan just to film the suicide forest. No, they were there for some sort of gotcha. like trip. Maybe begrudgingly invited. Look, uh, yeah, Logan. Ugh. Oh, come on. Ugh. Just YouTube. don't do anything that'll be a national embarrassment. <laughs> <laughs> Whoops! <laughs> what do you know? Hmm. Crazy guy. Anyways, Casey, how's your MAGFest going? It's really great. Yeah? Yeah. Happy to be here? It's good. Um, I am, I've been pummeled by sound and like neon light like for the entire day. And um, But what's happening outside your booth? I have no idea. <laughs> i'm the only person at my booth too so it's oh, like that's right. yeah I'm, I'm chained to a table welcome to the club did, did you <laughs> did yeah. you have anyone helping you last year um yeah for some days and like tomorrow and and, and they were like no never coming back yeah yeah no no tomorrow and sunday i got i got help so that's good i should be able to uh to poop on those days if i if i need to hey yeah do you need to you need to use the facilities. <laughs> you feel free. Like <laughs> Robbie, how's it going for you? It's going good now. Yeah. It started off really rocky, but it's going good now. Did we talk about your cleaning regimen? Like on the regiment. recording for yeah. your VR headset? No. Okay. No, that was before that. So I'm wiping down the headset to minimize transference of pink eye. Not eliminate, but definitely minimize. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Just select <sighs> petri dishes. Yeah, so I'm I'm in like the the same boot camp where I've got like Melody's comes like bring me drinks or something or Matt Chipotle. watch my booth every once in a while Chipotle, which is great. 
every oh, once in a while. Bless her. Uh, but for the most part, I'm definitely like manning to the booth by myself. You marry that woman. <laughs> she brought you Chipotle. <laughs> it was really good Chipotle too. <laughs> and she somehow managed to get it without paying any money, which is the best part. Wait, what? Whoa. Yeah, no, she... she Ordered Chipotle earlier and they screwed up her order and so she complained about oh, it. Nice. And gave her free Chipotle. I want to see uh, Melody raise hell in that backed up Chipotle that has a line going <laughs> no, no, out no, the no, door. No. She raised hell at like a like a West End like by itself Chipotle and they gave her free Chipotle coupons that she yeah. sent cashed in at the ah, relief expense. Ooh, great job, uh, Melody. Really yeah. busy one. But no, when I got here, uh, I had spent like a month and a half working on a new build of my game. Um, <laughs> and the first person who played it found a game-breaking bug. That's always good. Because apparently, if you're not exactly my height, the game didn't work. <laughs> and so this really big, this really tall guy tried the game, and suddenly like all of the UFOs are completely underground, and you couldn't shoot them, and it did not work at all. And so I went into immediate panic mode yesterday. And I had to like pull out a build that I had done like, two to three months ago and just run that all day yesterday and then this morning i ran down before like anything opened up and i had to do like emergency patching and luckily i was able to fix it welcome to the dev life i've done that more than enough times we got sick of demoing our game like because we didn't have any sort of attract mode or anything last year so thursday we were just playing it all day and just be like go play our game (laughs) and then we uh we we're like, fuck it. We're making some sort of attract mode. So we just filmed like a short trailer and Mason cut it up in like Premiere and then we just slapped it in in the in the shitty pre-Unity 5.5 or whatever way that you would make videos, which is like you first take a cube and then pro- project <laughs> make make the video a texture and then put the texture on the cube and then like go into the code and make the texture play. I'm like, what why? It sounds like a screensaver. <laughs> Basically. Yeah, I want that Microsoft yeah. you're running through the maze. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> The pipes, the pipes that get drawn. <laughs> That's life. Doing yeah. Just... So that was that was my that was my big panic moment this year. Mm-hmm. That's good. You're I mean, past that's, it. yeah, yeah. Congrats. That's funny because I thought I had something similar when I was playing your game because it was like my vision's kind of blurry, and then I would like straighten my back and I'm like, okay, now I can kind of see it. So I don't know if like that's something with the build or it's because of the lenses being foggy or something and so, so the lenses do get a little dirty so i wipe down like the face mask and stuff at, at, like pretty much every time but the lenses i'll like do like every once in a while and so depending on like how long it's been since i've done the lenses sometimes it'll be a bit blurry or something hmm. it's it's less than ideal but it's the best i can do with like everybody coming through the booth wait what's in your tower what do you what are you running on uh it's not great. <laughs> I'm actually running an a, 840. Well, they're like, you know, like for VR, you should be really running like a 1080 or something like that. I'm definitely running a 970 right now. So that's not too bad. Yeah. So it's, it's lower tier of last generation. Um, has anyone been playing anything on the show floor? Yeah. Yeah. Tell me about it. Uh, I have two good recommendations. In the arcade, they got a pinball machine called Hercules. It's like four or five feet wide. Okay. So I was trying to figure out who was telling me about this game, and now I just remember it was Julie telling me about this game. Yeah. Julie and Brandy and I were down in the arcade playing some games, and that one was definitely like the standout one. Is it, is so it in the competition area? Or can you just no. Play? Yeah. It's awesome. Just, and like, so it's like four feet, five feet wide. And so you have to like pterodactyl arms out and like hit the bumpers. It's like, I might be exaggerating a little bit, but the <laughs> pinball is like a pool cue. 
Really? Yeah. A Q, is that a terminology? A pool ball? Yeah. yeah, yeah pool yeah. ball. Yeah. The, the white... Q is the thing that you chalk. No, no, no. The Q is the thing, the stick. I thought the Q okay. is the white ball. Wait, no, no, it is the, sink, it's definitely the stick. Don't Ignore sink me. the white ball. It's the white ball. White ball. <laughs> the white ball. The white ball is in there. The white ball is like a millimeter smaller in diameter. You wouldn't know that. Specifically, the white ball. Are you serious? Or are you fucking with us? No, it is. You it's decide. slightly smaller. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, really? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> I was fucking with you. Hey. <laughs> uh, so yeah, this or larger. I this... think it's actually larger. Nice, doesn't matter. So, uh. This ball is just rolling around in there, and it's like going way slower because it's like this big ball in this machine, and the whole cabinet. It just feels like you're a tiny person playing pinball, and it's like a joke, but it's so cool. Um, so it's like way slower, but it's also like part of the cool thing about pinball is like feeling the weight of things. And like when the ball hits stuff, it's like you kind of feel a little tap or whatever. With this, it's just like. <laughs> <laughs> and like you like f- do the flippers and like a normal flipper hits one of those pinballs and it's like Pachoo! and you hit this one and it's like <laughs> <laughs> it just like sort of pushes it Gotta up launch it it's so cool it's one of the coolest things um and then in mivs i haven't gotten a chance to play a lot of the games uh joggernauts was really fun uh we played that for a bit and julie's like way into it um but my my top picks thus far is uh oh god what is it uh it's uh something robot oh splitter oh, splitter splitty, splitty, splitty yeah. robot yeah and it's so cool and it's like you just play as a robot and you can like extend and like split yourself in half and extend up or sideways and so like the level design is kind of like puzzly action platforming which is totally my jam that sounds really cool and it's just Come like on slam and I, I was asking him, I was like, I was like, do you do game jams or something? And he's like, no, not really. Once or twice. Like, I've done some Ludum Dares or whatever. I was like, was this a game jam game? And he's like, no. And I was like, it feels like a game jam game just because, like, the mechanic is, like, so, like. It feels underpolished like a game well, jam no, game. No, it's like the mechanic <laughs> is just, like, a, such a simple mechanic. It feels and, like you only spent 48 hours on this. <laughs> yeah. It feels but, like you were asleep deprived for, like, most of the development <laughs> yeah. of this game. It's, it feels like, like, the last five hours you just kind of gave up because, like, you knew you weren't going to hit the time requirement and just. But it just it felt like a really good jam game, but it wasn't. But it's really cool. I definitely recommend it. I haven't, I haven't played your guys' game yet, so I can't recommend well, it, but thanks. I'm sure that I will. Thank, thank you very much. Thanks. I'll, I'll be on the WordCast <laughs> again, so. <laughs> Tomorrow night. Let me tell you about this awesome game called Dino Blasters. Can't remember the name. Can't remember the name. Uh, yeah. Screw it. <laughs> it was like, screw it was whatever. A, something about d- brontosaurus, I think. It might have been a dinosaur. Uh, <laughs> By Corey Legap. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, to uh, so go find it. I think there was a dinosaur in it. Great, great, great. Yeah. When's this episode coming up? Going up <laughs> uh, next Wednesday. Okay. Well, if you can find it, if you can, <laughs> if you can find video of Mivs and look in the background, <laughs> you might see something. Google. I'm counting on about that. a dinosaur. Vector. Vector dinos. Vector. Di- <laughs> Casey, are you? taking name change suggestions because i think we just workshopped a good one like coming up with the name was like really hard and it was it was super extinction event for a long time um and that just seemed like kind of like the logical choice then i asked my girlfriend like what, what do i call it what do i call this game she's like dino blaster she like didn't hesitate and <laughs> then like 
like over like the development time, like whenever we would refer to it, I found myself calling it Dino Blaster, even when I had like kind of made the decision right. that it would be like super extinction event or like something logical. And so I said like, screw it. Okay, it's Dino Blaster. Like it, it stuck. It's pretty good. Yeah. Pretty good. Girlfriends are pretty good at providing unadulterated feedback. Yeah. Yep. When do you I don't just... have one anymore. I have a wife, so. Well, then you can't get oh, that anymore. Yeah. No. She's bound. Well, you might get it better because she's bound to you. Till yeah, death. She doesn't have to pretend to give a fuck. Well, no, but what what is mine is hers, so she's not she's gonna sugarcoat it. Uh, now it's hers. The uh, Wendy once came up to me and she says, "You said like too much on this podcast." <laughs> like, <laughs> I like like the word like. It's uh, a good word. <laughs> it's like uh, mm, uh, good word. I say I feel like I say like a whole bunch. I know I type it out a lot because I've like been in Slack and been like I say like way too much. <laughs> like you do, like I do, like you do. Well, tell me about Shake Shack and why people keep freaking the fuck out about this goddamn establishment. So okay, like I'm kind of on board with you with this, right? I love it, but I'm on board with you, like. That like this is gonna bug me for the rest of the. You're gonna notice okay, it every yeah. time now. Uh, but it's um, the thing is, is we just don't have them in Richmond, so it's like, it's like in one. and out. Oh burger. no, Steak and Shake is one. Yeah, it is yeah. not Steak and Shake. Is Steak and Shake bad? I think so. I don't know. I haven't been because Julie's like, no. Does Shake Never. Shake have steak? Yeah. I don't know. It's beef. Beef. <laughs> Where's the beef? <laughs> Beef and they, steak are not the same. Yeah. If I order a steak and they bring me ground beef, I'm <laughs> gonna be just, so angry. Just a hamburger patty. <laughs> it's just a big I wanna go, I wanna go to like a Texas Day Brazil, but it's just ground beef. They no, slap like, a okay. hamburger patty and give you some A1. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so I think I think it's just like we we don't really have them, so people are like freaking out about it. Like In and Out, I was so psyched for In and Out. It's bad. In and Out is trash. It really? is the worst. Like Do you know, like Thousand Islands so, but, more out than in. Yeah. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Anytime. Nice. Like, you know, it's like, it's okay. Like, the burgers are okay, but the fries are just like cardboard. It's, it was the worst experience. But wait, I was talking about fries earlier and you didn't seem to give a shit. No, I did. Okay. I think crinkle cuts bullshit. Okay. Which is what? <laughs> yeah. Shake Shack. Yeah. Steak and Shake Shack. They're, they're fries. So here's the thing the fries at, at Shake Shack aren't like super amazing but they're serviceable right mm -hmm. the fries at in and out just throw them in the trash immediately order <laughs> order a large fry throw it in the trash <laughs> don't just throw yeah. out a small one yeah like spend the money yeah it's worth it it's worth it it's <laughs> worth it <laughs> just just stare just stare the cashier straight in the eyes and throw it in the trash <laughs> throw it at them yeah if they have a trash can in the back <laughs> toss it in there but make it. Don't make their jobs harder because they have to work around these shitty fries all day. <laughs> from the, from the three-point line, just throw it. But I will say that their food, the food at Shake Shack is like really good. It's like, and it's also not like a fast food joint, which like, is it like a Johnny Rockets? What are you doing? It's like, um, you know, we don't even really have any places in Richmond that are comparable. Uh, I don't know. There's like Super Burger, I think, and have you, you're going to GDC next year. This year. This year. Welcome to 2018, baby. Yeah. Uh, there's some burger joints there that are similar to it. That's funny. Have that you, you been to Jack Brown's? No. 
Is that like what Jack in the Box grew up? No, Jack Brown's is like it's uh, West South Richmond, but it's got amazing burgers. But it's it's like it's like that thing where it's like it's kind of sit down, but at the same point they get you food real quick. Yeah, so like it's it's like fast food and that you like go up to a counter and order it, but it's like a little bit more expensive. It's a little bit fancier, you know. It's an experience. Hmm. But it's just really good. It's it's nice. It's it, nice. It's funny they bring up GDC because I'm on the train jam slack. Yeah. People are like, what's a good, if I want a really good burger, what should I get? And then someone said in and out and then they all started bickering about, no, go here, go there, go it's everywhere. It's a great way to start a fight. Super Duper Burger is what it was called. Oh, yeah. You should check that out. I That's think someone good. brought that up. Someone said Super Duper Burger. I, I recommend that. I don't really like burgers. Oh, well, then don't. Just go to Chipotle or something. Yeah. I went to Subway <laughs> like six times during <laughs> GDC because I was just like, I'm not. Everything's like, $30. Yeah. Mm. And so Subway is still like, no matter where you are in the world, Subway is still just like a shithole where there you get yeah, like get $5. Five dollar foot dong. Foot yeah. long. So, oh, what? Foot dong. <laughs> Five dollar foot dong. I'm unfamiliar <laughs> with this menu. <laughs> it's a secret menu. <laughs> I think that's the one Jared was ordering off of. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> Holy shit. So, but anyway, people say like you need to get animal style if you go to In N Out, and I didn't do that because I don't, I don't do still... secret menu stuff. That so. sounds What is dirty. that? Is it just like a trough of food? I don't know. They put like weird Southwest mayo or some bullshit on there. I don't care. I'm, I'm trying to get a burger and I'm trying to see like what their cheeseburger is like. Just. Like I've had, what's the burger? What's the one? Burgerbach, Burgerbach. Oh yeah, I can't even do that. Somebody said they like charge you extra for ketchup. Fuck that. <laughs> but they like, charge you extra for fries. Fries don't come with it. You get a salad. Ugh. It's like I, I'm ordering a burger. I clearly don't <laughs> want a salad. <laughs> um, no, I went there and like the burger was kind of bland. Yeah. Really? Like, yeah. Did you get a lamb burger or a hamburger? No, I got a hamburger. I don't know. It was just, it was just bland. I I think it's people if you don't season the burger right, it's just kind of bland. Or if yeah. you do, or if it's a fast food burger, it's just gonna. But no, I had a Five Guys burger once, and I was just kind of like, they're not bad. It just tastes like a wad of meat without any seasoning or anything on it. Yeah, Five Guys is all about that like giant soiled paper bag of fries. Yes. <laughs> they like, took like a salt shake and like held. <laughs> Inverted upside down, like for like a full five seconds. I've eaten like four or five of those soiled bags, and I got to say, the fries are way better. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what do you think of the of the fries at Five Guys, Will? Uh, they're they're okay. I like really wish there weren't so many. <laughs> like I've never been like that was a good amount of fries because <laughs> they purposely spill them over the cup. Yeah, they're you're just like, like you're just like give me a small. Here's some more. They put a cup in a bag and then fill the bag and all just like the space the like around it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you guys are bad at small. Yeah. <laughs> you have an extra small. I know they're they're like nothing special, which is weird to me. Like they seem to just be like trust us. <laughs> you're gonna want five pounds of our fries. <laughs> And they okay. have like potatoes everywhere, like and, and peanut bags of peanuts. Yeah, and like God, no, like that's probably just like set dressing. They've been there since they opened. Been there since summer twenty five. <laughs> yeah. The uh, 
can you eat the peanuts in Five Guys? Yeah, absolutely. Okay, I was trying, I was yeah, trying to remember. Because I was just like, why Why get a burger? Why just go in the Five Guys and be like, it's uh, full of peanuts? You're asking if you can just walk into a Five Guys, eat peanuts, and then leave? Okay, there is a Five Guys on Broad Street in Richmond. Are you telling me that homeless people don't go in there and just eat the peanuts and then leave? Know. We should do this. Wordcast has like, just become like a weird YouTube vlogging channel where we go do stuff and <laughs> offend. I wear a funny hat. People. I wear a Shrek yeah. hat. There you go. What's up? It's the Wordcast. We're gonna do the peanut challenge. I'm DJ Alvento. We're here. <laughs> We're here. The Five Guys in whoa, 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 Richmond, Virginia. <laughs> RVA, 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 RVA. <laughs> Am I doing it right? Hashtag blast. I, so. yeah, I would smash that like button. <laughs> You're one dead body away from being like viral. <laughs> I'm outclassed, Will. I'm outclassed in the humor right now. I'm, I don't I know how I feel. You got heavy hitters on this episode. When when you, it's you and Alex, I'm like, I could take them. <laughs> <laughs> like, Will's going to be half asleep, hasn't played any games. <laughs> Alex is just going to want to talk about say, Fortnite. <laughs> Will's going to say something shitty like about Breath of the Wild. It's going to be kind of clever. Everybody's going to roll their eyes. <laughs> we're, we're just going to gloss over it and move on. Oh, God. Oh, God. Are you feeling the mag this year? I'm into it. I'm into the mag. <laughs> oh, yeah, baby. MAGFest. We're at MAGFest. Oh, right, right. Welcome MAGFest 2018. It's Friday night. We're in our second hour of guests. Welcome. <laughs> I already feel totally dead. My feet are killing me. Wendy's had not strep throat, something similar to strep throat. That, oh, I was going to say good for her. That they that they can't identify. Oh, wow. And this is the second occurrence of it. The first occurrence was before our Game of the Year episode, and I was just like, you stay the fuck away from me. <laughs> and then after we did the Game of the Year episode, and I felt totally fine. I was like, all right, whatever. Just fucking spit my cereal. I don't care, because like, no, no, nothing to worry about anymore. Yeah. Uh, but this time, she's like, yeah, I have to go back to patient first because I feel just as shitty as I did uh, in December. And I was like, well, I have MAGFest coming up and then Pack South, so please don't get me <laughs> go sick. To the quarantine tent. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> please go sleep outside. I've had screaming at people over MAGFest sound voice. Oh, that's great. Yeah. Oh, so and the air in MIVS is super dry. Hmm. And so by Saturday afternoon, your vocal cords are just pieces of wax paper you're just like hello and i keep doing this, this thing like where it. i like put the headset on them with the headphones and then try to give them instructions from like three feet away mm. and uh. so it's just like press the fire button <laughs> <laughs> we used did you do that to me i might have I okay because i'm trying to remember because like there was like a 15 so you put the the headset on and and, and robbie's like okay here's here's the the vive controller and you were explaining all the buttons and what they did, and I was like, cool. And then there was like a five, ten second pause, and then I just hear, oh, yeah, and pick the ship up, pull yeah. the trigger, pick the <laughs> ship up. I was like, oh, yeah, pick we the ship up. start the game. Press the trigger on it. And at that point, I'm like, I have to move to the front so I can actually see what the screen says and stuff. So I'm like like three feet away, just shouting over like MAGFest hey. traffic. <sighs> hmm. Yeah, the reason Dinoblaster has a tutorial is because at MAGFest last year, like, I almost died shouting at people, oh, yeah. like, yeah. like, there's no jump, no, no, you can't jump, you can't <laughs> duck, you go left and right. I printed out all the rules on this, like, big pamphlet, but, like, most people don't read them, and most of the things I need to explain why you're wearing the headset aren't on that 
so it's it it was wasn't super useful. Um, after RVA Makerfest, um, which was the last event I did, I said that I'm contemplating renaming Peak to "There Is No Jump Button." <laughs> <laughs> is there no jump button? No jump button. It's like it's so axiomatic that like if it's a video game, then you can jump. Yeah, and, yeah. <laughs> like there, I, I don't think our games are video games. I, technically, I way back in the day when like like fair point, uh, Ocarina of Time came out. Oh yeah, one of the first things that I saw I in any like reviews was that there was no jump button. I was like, oh, is this worth playing? <laughs> Do you know where there is a jump button? Breath of Wild. Uh. So obviously the best Zelda. <laughs> You can jump in Zelda too, Dylan. Whatever, it's barely a game. It's open world. Barely a game. <laughs> the Dark Souls of the Zelda series, as, as Will says. Did you say that? Probably. Okay. <laughs> no, I probably said Dark Souls <laughs> is the Zelda 2 of the Souls series. That would, that would make sense. It was you or Dan said something, because you both... Oh, yeah, yeah. I think we Zelda both had it like, yeah, we hard. said the same thing. <laughs> yo, yo. We're old men. <laughs> We're old men. We like bad games. <laughs> it's true. True. That's true. The more you age, the worse your taste get. That's why <laughs> little kids have the best taste in video games. Yeah. That's why Tonka Monster Trucks is the best video game in the world. <laughs> so says eight-year-old Dylan. <laughs> <sighs> Just behind Minecraft right now. Yeah. Well, Minecraft is a good game. Is it a game though? What's a game? Are our games games? Are our games less games because we don't go on Twitter and shout crazy kind of alt-right shit? Yeah, probably. <laughs> and, and, and sleep in our multi-million dollar Beverly Hills mansion that we outbid Beyonce for? Whoa. I guess not. Do we have a candy room? A <laughs> candy room. <laughs> yeah, I've been to your house, Dylan. You have a candy room. <laughs> you know me. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, What else? What else is happening? Casey, what's happening with you? Um, How's that corner? Uh, it's, uh, this corner treat me pretty well. Yeah, <laughs> we're poolside here. <laughs> <laughs> no expenses were spared, and I can feel that. I appreciate that. Reciprocated. Mm. We're in a Kirby-shaped hot tub right now. Who is King Donut? It's like the Magfest dude this year. It's like it's like one of the many like sort of like in jokes that like Magfest people who go every year have. Um, one of them is like, is Magfest a donut? And the answer is both yes and no, I think. What's the joke? I don't know. This is my second year. I haven't been initiated. I don't think they get inside jokes right. Because that, <laughs> that's not how that works. But I want to be... Ah! <laughs> <laughs> it's just a bunch of fanboys break down the door. No! Um, so, somebody explained like the, the Colossus like roar uh... thing to me. Like once I was like uh, okay, and then within like ten minutes it had happened four times. Yeah, yeah. Oh, uh, I didn't know that was a another in joke. You oh yeah, doing. oh yeah. That's a that's a Magfest thing. How would you've been to Magfest before? How would you not? That was a fucking I mean, zombie. Still last though, year. you must know what we're talking about. So, well, so before you know about it, you I can probably, just chalk it up to mental illness. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's probably like I probably did something similar. Like now that you're mentioning it, last year I probably heard someone shout. <laughs> and I was just like, what the fuck this ever? There's happens. little signs around the place that have Colossus and crossed out, meaning don't do not do that here. Yeah. And it's then just, they say, like, consider, and then it has a picture yeah, of the uh, rest of the guests, and then you're supposed to, like, Nightcrawler quiet. Yeah, Nightcrawler. That, I thought that was kind of clever. It was clever. 
Oh, because X-Men. The first year I came to MAGFest, I came with somebody and she was like, somebody was like, and she was like, oh, they're doing this thing. And I was like, what, what is going on? Like, and she's like, oh, it's the Colossus Roar. And I was like, dude, I've played Shadow of the Colossus. I don't think this is... <laughs> Ain't no Colossi shouting like that. I feel like some of them make noise, but not that one. No, no, it's a MAGFest thing. People just crawl up other people the entire time <laughs> yeah. they're here. That's what Shadow of the Colossus is. It's glomping monsters. <laughs> I actually know what the thing is. Um, very early in MAGFest's history, someone kindly donated that x-men game that like that old like um coin op like one with the like, arcade you know, one? yeah the arcade one yeah yeah it was like the it's two like and a half to you two and a half to like brawling and stuff and like one of the characters is colossus somebody donated one of those machines to magfest early in its history when it was like broke and like in williamsburg <laughs> and they were like there's like 50 nerds coming every year and um so they put it like somewhere like central in like the building where like Everybody who went to a panel or something could like kind of hear <laughs> the game going like constantly, <laughs> especially the Colossus Roar. So like people yeah. just like started doing it and it became a MAGFest thing. Okay. Well, that makes sense. The donut Wait, thing doesn't make sense. So how long is how long has MAGFest been going? Like a dozen years or so, right? A dozen. A baker's, baker's dozen. dozen. Ah, the donuts. <laughs> <laughs> it all makes sense. A bunch of equations on the window. <laughs> There's got to be like a keeper of the scrolls, keeper of the magfest tomes. Like he's in chains in a in a robe, and and he just he has a dusty old tome, and he slaps it on the table, and he flips through it. The the, the older neckbeard of magfest. <laughs> <laughs> I think they so like when they started doing magfest, they would be like, "This is magfest. This is magfest two. This is magfest three. And I think it was like a few numer numerics integers off from the year. Mm -hmm. And they were like, we're just going to start calling it MAGFest whatever the year is. So they started somewhere around 2000. I think so. Hmm. I don't know. Oh, yeah. Sure. Checks out, I guess. We're it's not journalists. <laughs> Speak for yourself. We, we talked about hamburgers for like 10 minutes. Like we're done. Ninja edit. It started in 2000. <laughs> Casey, you must not listen to a lot of games journalist podcasts because... <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I got some bad news for you. Ninety percent hamburgers, and the other ten percent wrestling. Wrestling. I think I joke. Yeah, I don't. I almost really got into wrestling the other day, and then I didn't. Happenstance. Well, like I was just watching, like found like a Hulk Hogan do rag <laughs> on the like sidewalk. Yeah. W wrestling, or is there just some guy there you didn't the, like? Lucha w Underground. W I was just watching. I just kept watching that like cream of the crop video. And I was like, this is so amazing. That's a reference I don't get. Dude. What's the crew uh, Who's Macho Man? Macho, Macho Man, Man Randy, Randy Savage. Savage. Yeah. And he's like, and I'm going to take him out and show him that I'm the cream of the crop. And he keeps pulling out creamers, like little yeah. individual <laughs> packets like of cream. One. He's like, the cream will rise to like, the top. And he like... And he's like throwing them around and he just keeps pulling them out of nowhere, out of thin air. And once he puts one on his head and he's like just stalking and it like falls down and he's like still just like, and it's just like the most, of, it's so good. And like when I was a kid, I was just like wrestling stupid because it's all fake. And now when I watch it, I'm like, this is such good shit. Like I'm so into this. Just, are just wrestlers just failed comedians? Yeah, no, no, they could it, not it is definitely like they have not failed at comedianship because it's the funniest stuff. I was like, I think there was like a feud or something between Macho Man Randy Savage and Hulk, the Hulkster Hogan, and uh, 
they would always like trash talk each other, but then there's like a video where they team up, and that's also really great. It's all about the storylines. Like, and I can't believe I'm here with the Hulkster. And like, <laughs> it's just like so good. And these veins are just <laughs> popping out of his neck. And Watch I was just like, Sandwich is kind of scary. Yeah, I'm like way into it. Well, when Saw is ready. I know almost nothing about like wrestling except that I spent like weeks on end straight playing WCW versus NWO Revenge on the 64, which is like the greatest game ever. Is that the one they play in PAX Rumble? I feel like it is. Do you know? You guys familiar with no this? No idea. Dylan just keeps bringing up PAX because he was those panelists. So, <laughs> so this other time of PAX, you guys hear about PAX. PAX. So I, uh, well, this is the PAX Fest podcast. Yeah, oh, this, right. is, this is my pre-PAX. pre-PAX. <laughs> you guys are just a warm up. Can't wait to hear the PAX podcast. I wasn't even invited. You want to come to San Antonio? I wasn't. You want to come to San Antonio? I'm in the honeymoon suite. Are you for real? Are you serious? <laughs> yeah. I'm in a, a bed and breakfast. So I, I does it come with like a heart shaped jacuzzi? Ah, God, I hope so. <laughs> it comes with a balcony. Ooh. Um, but so no, I I ring up the uh, uh no no I don't. I go on Airbnb. <laughs> I'm like I need a place to stay. This bed and breakfast is pretty cheap. It's only 15 minute walk from the convention center. All right, get a room. Got a room. Uh, get a message from the the account. And they say. You need to call us to confirm your reservation. And I'm like, well, then what was the fucking point of me reserving on Airbnb? <laughs> it's the whole point. So I don't have to talk to fucking people. Yeah. And so I ring them up like a day or two late. No, I, I call them like a week later because <laughs> it was Thanksgiving Day. And I'm like, I'm right. not calling you right now. And so I call them. And, you know, this old Texas guy is like, hello. I'm like, hey, it's like uh, confirming my room is like, when are you staying with us? And I'm like, I think it's January 13th, the like weekend packs. He's like, oh, okay. I was like, let me look you up. Well, now it seems like we double booked your room. I'm like, well, great. This is off to a fantastic start. He's like, we're going to have to upgrade you to the honeymoon suite. I'm like, oh my God. Oh, shit. Cool. <laughs> All right. Comes with a balcony. I'm like, cool. I don't know. What, like, thank you. Well, but then also you fucking double booked my room. So I don't know what you want me to say here. Like, thank you for getting me a room that I paid for that I requested. Yeah, I, I personally suit. like that you're apparently renting a room from a wise old prospector. Yeah, <laughs> stinky Pete here. There be golden on their hills. I don't know, man. <laughs> I'm from Texas. What do you want from me? Uh, but yeah, that should be fun. All right, we'll stop talking about packs. Okay. Will. <laughs> Excuse me. Bless you. Stop getting texts from your wife. God damn it. Shit, am I in trouble? <laughs> Been talking about packs too much. <laughs> she can, she knows when I'm talking about packs. She can sniff it out. So everyone's magfest still going well. So far, this is my first magfest ever. So I'm kind of feeling it out as I go. Still like just getting torn asunder by all that. Yeah, no, there's a lot of stuff, and like like I wasn't sure what to expect before I got here, but I don't think I would have known to expect this. Like there's yeah, it's pretty, it's, pretty it's crazy. crazy. Yeah, it's insane. Like like magfest is crazy on its own but like the, the hotel itself I, I when I got here I like dropped all my stuff off and drove around and came back in and I was lost for a good 15 minutes before I even found the MIV section again I was down in like the the where the gazebo is in the atrium area like on the, yeah, on there's the first houses floor inside the building yeah well I was I was on the, the floor <laughs> I, I was remember on the, that blew my mind the yeah, first time yeah that's too. crazy 
Uh, but like I was standing down there and I'm looking up and you see all the hotel rooms overlooking the big glass window thing. And I'm just like, this is so cool. But oh my God, late stage capitalism. <laughs> I feel like we're like in NASA when yeah. you're in the atrium. Bring in the space shuttle. This is a weird like little corporate village that like this is located and this is like not DC this is like little like somebody described it as like Walt Disney like without the Disney you <laughs> yeah, know, yeah it's just like very like clean just, and just lots and, like, of really Waltz. expensive and, yeah, yeah. We, we, we had a <laughs> our room small. last year was looking outside the convention center and Mason was like he pointed at one corner of the window and he was like urban development and it's like you know the five square blocks of like shops and trying to imitate a downtown and yeah. he turns to his left and he says urban sprawl and then it's just it's just track homes and like housing developments as far as the eye can see going <laughs> up like a hillside and shit and like tilled soil and whatever it's that's weird it's it's absolutely insane like like and uh, there's just it's sensorily overload the entire time you're here <laughs> mm. because there's like four different places where it'll be like you'll you'll be standing in one spot off to your left there'll be like the stage where they're apparently playing like rock band or like rocksmith and they've got all that music going on and a little bit to your left there's like a doing their yeah, best like, part to hit the high notes on take on me yeah there's like <laughs> the, there'll be like a dj where they're like doing all the dj stuff and like people dancing and you're like hearing the music like right from between the two of them and then there'll be people like just a bit down that it's where it's like just a jam session that where that's just how they do things here where there's like places cordoned off where anybody can just show up and play music and stuff. Yeah. Mm. And like in between all of that, there's people walking by dressed as the entire cast of like uh, 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 Overwatch. And it's just, there's so many things, all of which is happening inside of a building where there's buildings around it. <laughs> like, <laughs> like yeah. there's, there's, it's, it's, it feels like a weird kind of like, like I'm like stroking out and this is the best this my brain like could put fever dream, together. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's like an Olympic village, but if everyone was fat and stay inside all the time <laughs> yes <laughs> yeah because it, it, it's cool because you don't you don't leave you just go upstairs it's like hey i want to go back downstairs all right let's go back downstairs all right want to go up and take five shots all right let's go do that and then it's 3 a.m let's go play some ddr and the thing is none of it makes sense it all feels <laughs> like it really does it really does feel like i'm like stroking out and these are the connections my brain could make in like my like, last moments before i just die the it synapses is. are just firing yeah, off firing, you know, like, like okay there's a band over here and uh we got all a, your favorite video characters just walking through the hallway we got and, a lot of endorphins right now we just gotta burn them up yeah. it is really it's like a non-secular like every like 10 minutes yeah. you know you'll see like a petite man wearing a skin tight like venom costume and or like you know, like a, a 12 year old girl in power armor and yeah. then you'll see like um eight ricks the entire like cast eight. of sailor moon but they're all men <laughs> yeah. yeah someone with a baby that's like maybe the weirdest thing yeah it's like yeah why would you bring your child here and then you're like that kid was probably conceived at magfests i have a theory about that like oh. every baby i see i'm like that's a mag baby mag babies you gotta, you gotta come back. Are you doing the Sonic Orgy this year again? I'm thinking about it. As somebody who's never been to MAGFest before, I could really use a little definition on that one. I think it's, it's pretty self-explanatory. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, sensory overload, man. So is this Sonic, a- he's a hedgehog. Right. He's gotta go fast. 
So Brandy plays into the orgy. Brandy has like this like really, really like super bright pink hair, right? And she's got her the furry stuff she bought. Bringing this back to what I was talking about earlier, uh, is like bright blue, and she was wearing it and stuff. And uh, somebody was like, "Oh, you're like Sonic the Hedgehog," and I was like, "Wait a minute!" And so uh, I won't even show you the pictures because this is a podcast. But I was like, I was like, <laughs> "Let's do this game," and I was like, "Brandy the Hedgehog image search," <laughs> and like, sure enough, one of the first ones is like bright pink hair, blue ears, and stuff. And I was like, "Oh my god, <laughs> the prophecy!" <laughs> she knew. Yeah, she knew. She, she knew. drew that. That's her OC. Yeah, you're assuming that that's not yeah, just yeah. her like like her icon. Oh, no. She's just really so good at search engine optimization. Her avatar. <laughs> well, I guess that's the best place to wrap it up for tonight. <laughs> <laughs> Will, where where can people find you? At X01. Oh, I got to explain it. Okay. Uh huh. This is like a ward cast inside joke thing. It's, but my name's like spells really, out donut. My name's really dumb. Like it, I was like on a dating website, and I was like, I need to let ladies know what I'm like. So like I was like, I'll just do binary as my username, and then if they it's fu- for W, right? Yeah, and if they're like, okay, this I'm I'm into it. Like we've already gotten the like I'm an idiot nerd out of the way. So I was like, okay, my name's zero one zero one zero one one one. And then that just like I kept using it for other stuff, and that's like kind of like my Twitter name and handle and stuff. And it's like super hard to remember because it's just zeros and ones. Uh, and so, did you come up with this? No, I think it might have been a joint effort. Somebody came up with it, and it was uh, you, it's easy to remember. So it's at x zero one zero one zero one one one, and if you need to remember that string of numbers, you just go. Zero one zero one zero one 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 zero one zero one zero one 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 zero one zero one zero one 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 zero one zero one 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 www.undeaddev.com it's my website where i post tutorials or i post updates on any games i'm working on at the time or i post weird things i feel like ranting about for like half an hour and so that that's where people can find me thank you so much for being on man no thanks for having me this is fun and casey thank you for being on yeah really appreciate it thank you for having me man if should make this a, th- a yearly thing. Collect back in this room. Whoever's staying in this room doesn't matter. Kick them out. Be like, knock knock. Your meth Ward here. Ca- <laughs> Wardcast is here. No no it's no like no. It's no. Wardcast. Mouthwash. We're going with mouthwash. On <laughs> mouthwash. It was not a meth delivery. I don't know. Hush, hush, hush. Where color. can where can uh, I buy Dino Blaster? Uh, it's on Steam as of two days ago, and it also is a website. Congratulations. Run- Thank you very much. Yeah. Good job, man. Yeah, yeah. It's been fun. What, what was your website? Oh, uh, and it, the website is rundino.run. Awesome. Which is also a good URL. <sighs> so good. <laughs> really like it. This guy took a two meta where it's what? Red. Redshift.blue du- slash shift. Forward slash shift. <laughs> just like <laughs> three layers too deep. Too deep. <laughs> That's great. We should have just been like. Uh, never mind. I can't even do it in my mind right now. I'm too tired. <laughs> there should have been subdomains too. Oh, so yeah. I was getting it. Mm-hmm. 
red dot shift dot yeah. blue slash shift. Yeah. There you go. PHP variables. Yeah. Ampersand. <laughs> <laughs> Ampersand two player competitive action equal sign question mark. Next year, we should uh, talk about our experiences on Steam. Mm. Oh, yeah. Mm. And like how, how your game does and stuff. Yeah. Um, it was super cool though because last year you got your Steam Greenlight um, vote number. That's right from Mivs. That's right. Last year I launched the Steam Greenlight um, around Magfest, and now I launched the game like right before Magfest. Um, so Magfest is the spiritual home of Dino Blaster. Yeah, Dino Blaster is a Mag baby. Ooh, it's a Mag baby. Ooh. I think there are government programs for Mag babies. <laughs> MK Mag. Yeah. <laughs> All right, guys. Thanks so much. Thank you, Dylan. Thank that's you. our first night over. Tomorrow, check in again. We'll have more guests. Sweet. Get excited. See you tomorrow. I'm excited. See you tomorrow. <laughs> Bye, guys. Bye. Bye. Bye.